0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Villa. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to this. I am just so grateful for you. Thank you so much. And and by the way, just real quick, I need to take a moment and give a little shout out. Thank you all for those of you who have taken time out of your day to post a five-star rating and review. That rating and review means so much to me. So please don't stop. I am so grateful for it. And also, I'm grateful for all the people that have listened to this show that have shared it with a friend. It's obvious to me that that is taking place because the downloads have increased so much in such a short amount of time. And I'm just so grateful. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It means everything to me. Because what it does is it pushes me to be me at a higher level. And any excuse to do that is all anyone ever needs, <laughs> right? Think about that, right? Honestly, we all all we just need, just the truth is, is all we're looking for is an excuse to push ourselves. Uh, a mission, a calling, something to attach ourselves to, to grow ourselves to another level. And uh, that's what this show is for me. It, you know, it really is. Uh, since I've begun this show, uh, obviously, I mean, besides the fact that my, my business is growing as far as a coach and a support and a mentor for others, but I feel like on many levels, uh, my personal um, belief in myself has increased. Um, I'm also uh, improving my eating habits and exercise, you know, those kinds of things. It's working. I've, I've dropped something like six pounds in a couple of weeks, which has been awesome. And I feel better. Um, I, I, you've probably noticed my shows have gotten a little more clear <laughs> um, or maybe a little bit more high energy. Uh, I've been able to start a few extra programs and things to help people. Uh, namely including the, this Saturday, every single Saturday. If you make sure you go to facebook.com forward slash Grow With Eddie, and you can watch this show um, live. And basically what it is, it's just come hang out. We'll talk about strengths, and we'll talk about some goals that we want to achieve for the week, and we'll talk about, more importantly, um, what it is that, how strengths impact everyone's lives when it comes to their health, their belief in themselves, their relationships, and of course their bank account, and their business, and their job. Uh, it's, so, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait uh, for you all to be there. So we'll see you there live on Saturday. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Grow With Eddie and you'll be able to join live there. Or if you'd like, you can actually enter a link uh, through it's called Zoom, which is a video conferencing program. And through Zoom, you can actually join me live on Zoom and maybe even have a chance to work with me one-on-one with your strengths. And, uh, and so all you got to do is bring your strengths report, and I might pick you to be the person I work with in front of everybody to go over what matters to you most, and I'll help you understand what's great about you with your strengths. So that's coming up on Saturday. Make sure you're there. It's at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and uh, it's broadcasted live during that time, and it's recorded and available on that Facebook page for time and all eternity, and eventually will be uploaded to a YouTube page coming out soon. So thanks very much for that. All right, let's get to the subject today. Plan for what you want. And I'm going to add this little caveat. Plan for what you want and expect magic. (laughs) Uh, it, it It is interesting to me how every time I plan for something, I never get what I actually was looking for. Or I should say, I never get what I was actually planning for. It's almost rare But what ends up happening is I always get something, I get something a little bit more. And it's because somehow, some way along the way, some kind of magic happens. You know, something that I didn't plan for, something I didn't expect, something that was like, you know, like I said, it was just, it's almost like God going, I see you doing the work, Eddie, I'm going to give you something a little special. You know, something you didn't see coming. It almost, it almost always happens. And I want to tell you about a time that happened with me. And my goal here with this episode is to help you understand the importance of being clear about what you want. Putting it on paper or putting it out into the world or making it a mission, a focus, a singular focus. Saying this is what I want, right? Right. And it's not about interrupting God's plan or anything like that. Because the truth is, and I, and I know one of my favorite jokes is by John Cleese. And he said, he said, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. I get that. But I think what's important is even as a child, like I want my kids and I want, and I do this with my mom even. Um, or at least when I was younger, I did this with my mom. I would always tell them what I wanted. You know, I would always say, hey, this is what I want. I want you to know where I'm at. And not, now, not that God doesn't know where you're at, but my point is that I think it's important for us to get clear about what we want and then leave room for God to do his magic, right? I love that. I love that because it's always worked out for me. Every time I plan, every time I plan for what I want, I always get something just slightly different but better and a little bit of magic kind of goes into it. Here's a good example. So there was a time when I, um, uh, when I was playing college basketball. Uh, I was in my second year and I'm wrapping up my second year and I knew I wasn't going to play ball after that. Uh, I was done. And I don't know why I kind of, I think in many ways I held myself back. I probably could have played in Europe or something like that. But my point in this is bringing this up is that at the time, I had already made up my mind that basketball wasn't going to be in my future. So I was finishing up my second year in college and ball, and I started thinking about what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do after school. And by the way, it's not like I was finishing with a degree. I was in a two-year junior college, okay? I was, at best, I was going to have an AA at that time. (laughs) So anyway, bringing this back, what I was thinking about was, you know, finding something to do. And the only thing I can think of was obviously get a job, And and I knew... I needed to get a job because I wasn't making my own money as living off my mother at the time. And, you know, and I'm sure that's my mom didn't mind because I was going to college and stuff. But since I wasn't going to be going to college anymore and I was going to stop going to school um, and stop playing basketball, I kind of needed to do my own thing. I really wanted to make my own money, too. That was important to me. It was important to me to have my own money and start learning how to be an adult because I was not the majority of things in my life were done for me and it just never really helped. Um, I, I, could, I could talk in another episode about that. But um, here's my point. I wanted to do something which meant I had wanted to get a job and I wanted to be my own man. But where do I work? And it was just at that, it was at that time where there was a guy who I was playing ball with And he had told me about how he went to go work at Disneyland. And it's so weird. Like, my mind, my brain never went there. I mean, I lived just 45 minutes to an hour from Disneyland. Um, It's not unreasonable. And so he's telling me about how he worked there and how much he liked it. And I was like, why why wouldn't... That sounds kind of cool. Like, why wouldn't I go work at Disneyland? Disneyland was one of my favorite... It still is one of my favorite places of all time to go. To hang out. Why wouldn't I work there? I could be there every day. <laughs> that was what I thought. And I was like, I never thought of that. Why not? And I thought, okay, and then I can get into Disneyland for free. Now, back then, Disneyland wasn't crazy like it is now. That was back in 1995, 96-ish. And, yeah, I think it was 96. And... um yeah, it was 96. I remember now why. But anyway, 96 and Disneyland was awesome and great. You know, the Disneyland California Adventure hadn't, wasn't even a thing yet. And um, it's just like, maybe they were planning it, but it wasn't a thing. But anyway, my point in bringing this up is I thought, go for it. Let's do it. Let's go work at Disneyland. That just sounds like fun. Um, so I, and here's the thing, there was no internet back then. Not for me anyway, right? I, I wasn't using the internet and I certainly didn't have a cell phone, right? I didn't have any of that stuff. I, I, had a, I didn't even have a car. I had my mom's car. So how I was going to get to work every day never even entered my mind. Like I don't even care. I'll just figure it out. And my mind is I've always been like that. If I want something, I just go start doing it and then I'll just figure it out. Now that is actually in the Clifton strengths. I think Activator is part of it. Um, but anyway, my point in bringing, oh man, focus is definitely in there too. But my point in bringing this up is, I had decided I was gonna do this. But I had um, <clears throat> one plan only, which was to, like here's the thing, like where do you even go? Like I didn't even know where to go to apply. You know, I, I all I knew was, like maybe I could find a phone number? Like what's the phone number to Disneyland? <laughs> right, right? Apparently there is a phone number. But I didn't know anything and I just went to somebody I knew. There we go. That was it. That's the part. I went to somebody I knew or somebody I had access to to tell me what to do. And he said, oh, it's easy. You just go up, you know, go up the five freeway, exit ball road, and find the big yellow building at the time. That was a big yellow building. So just go in there and you'll find the uh, the hiring center. They call it casting. And I was like, all right. So I decided I just did. I drove all the way up there, it was an hour and i remember filling out the application um with uh, my actually my, my girlfriend at the time her and i both applied at the same time and um i had a problem though and at the time like i said i was just i was just a basketball player I, I wasn't anything other than that at the time and i remember saying to myself oh By the way, here's where communication becomes a very important thing. I remember saying to myself, oh, wait a minute. I don't wanna work in like those places where they sell ice cream, right? I'm like, I don't wanna sell ice cream. I don't wanna sell ice cream and I don't wanna sell um, balloons. I don't wanna sell, you know what I mean? Like I don't wanna sell, um, I don't wanna work in any of the restaurants or the stores. I don't wanna sell anything in there. I just wanna work in the attractions. At the time I called them rides. I didn't know they were just called attractions. But I, I was like, I don't wanna work in my head. I'm like, I don't wanna work, I don't wanna sell anything. I just wanna work in the attractions. So I had I got that in my head. And I got into the interview and it was uh, the way they did it was like it was like three or four people, it was a group interview, and they interviewed three or four, me and two or three other people at the same time. And then, in my head, I was already thinking I got the job. But I had <laughs> this is so funny. Um, I had a condition. <laughs> I had conditions. My my head. I'm like, hey, I know you're gonna hire me, but I have some conditions. That <laughs> I was literally about to tell the guy who was interviewing me that in my, you know, like I'm going to tell him, Hey, you're going to hire me, but I have some conditions before I start. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What a dope. Anyway, I go and I tell the guy I I love Disneyland. It's my favorite place and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm I'm just, I'm very excited to do this because I love this place. And I would love to to be a part of the the show here at Disneyland. And I I just said, but there's one thing. (laughs) He's like, what is that? I said, I don't want to sell anything. <laughs> that's how I put it. I never once told them, well, you know those, uh, those outdoor vending carts? They call it outdoor vending, right? And then, you know those um, restaurants and stores? I don't want to work there. <laughs> I don't want to sell anything is all I said. What I meant was, I don't want to work in the shops or the outdoor vending. Put me in attractions, that's where I belong. I belong in the show, and, uh, even, and and at the time, I didn't understand that that's all show too. But anyway, my point in bringing this up is I kept saying it. I don't want to sell anything. And he's like, okay, you don't want to sell anything. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to sell anything. It was like I kept repeating it. Did you hear me? I don't want to sell anything. And I remember the look on his face. So confused. He was so like, what is happening right now? And it never occurred to me that something bad was happening. But I kept saying that I don't want to sell anything. I don't want to sell anything. And he just said, okay, all right. And then he wrote it down or whatever. And then he told everybody, okay, thank you. And we'll, um, we'll let you know in a few minutes. You know, uh, we'll let you know in a few minutes. And so he put us outside the room. And like the, the way they did it back then, you found out right away. You know, they don't send you home and say, we'll let you know. Um, They specifically say, you know, hey, you got the job or not. And when they tell you you got a job, they don't tell you where you're working. They just tell you that you got the job, you start on this date. And then you come to work and you find out where you work. But they came out and they told the group who was hired. My girlfriend got in and I didn't. And I was so bombed. And I didn't even realize that I was the one that caused it. I don't even think Disneyland really was turning anybody away during that time. They're probably turning people away now. You know, I would imagine people are probably getting jobs there now just to save money on, on um, passes. But my point in bringing this up is, is I didn't even realize that I was the cause of that. But I was really bummed out. I was really sad. Happy for my girlfriend, you know, she got to work at Disneyland. It was pretty cool. And then I found out later that, you know, you get perks, you can bring in friends and stuff. And so I was like, all right, so I'm still going to get into Disneyland, but I don't get to work here. That was a bummer. So I went and got a job at Blockbuster Video instead. And I worked there for almost a year. And then um, the thought never left my mind to go work at Disneyland. So I kept thinking about it. And a year had passed. And at Blockbuster Video... The manager there, she was really cool. I forgot her name off the top of my head. But anyway, she liked me a lot. And she was about to ask me if I was interested in a promotion to be one of the managers. And I was um, not thinking that at all. I was just trying to make some money. Uh, Again, the reason why I was good at my job was just because I wanted to keep the job. That was it. I mean, that's the only thing that made me money at my work was I worked hard so that they wouldn't fire me. Because I didn't even know what firing was back then. Uh, and, and Lord knows I would experience lots of that later. But anyway, um, I kind of said, well, let me think about it. And I drove back to Disneyland. This is a, almost exactly one year later. And this is where the, the magic comes in. <laughs> get it? Magic? Disneyland? I drove back a year later and I said to myself, I think I remember what I screwed up. I think I know now why I didn't get hired. I told them I didn't want to sell anything and that that interview that I had a year ago was still playing in my head. I never lost focus on what I wanted. And so I walked in there and I said, "I'm selling stuff today." I didn't even know what selling meant. Or better yet, I want to work in attractions. I just came in and said, "I would love to work in attractions. I would love to work on the rides." I think is what I used, the words I used. And I went in, I did the interview and I was charismatic, I was outgoing, I was fun, I was a little bit desperate (laughs) because I I liked working at Blockbuster Video, but I was looking for something that was a little more fun and paid a little bit more money and gave a little bit more hours, right? And um, so I was me, it was totally me. And um, they said, all right, thank you. And then they moved everybody out. And I sat in the room again waiting now here's the deal. I want you to think about this. The last time that you really tried for something, did you go in talking about what you didn't want or you didn't want to be? Did you do that? Did you go in going, I don't want to be this person, I don't want to be that person? Like did you start a business with the intention of saying, this is who I don't want to be, this is how I don't want to uh, live my business or live my life? Or did you start off going, this is who I am and this is what I want and I'm just going to do that? I can promise you right now, if you go into everything you do with the full 100% intention of just being you through the whole process, you will get what you want, a little bit more, plus a little bit of magic sprinkled in. It is time to stop. It is time to stop not being who you are because it's not working for you. It's not working for you in your health, your relationships, your business, or your belief in yourself. It's time to be you. As I'm sitting in that room, in that interview, uh, post-interview room with about four or five other people, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm like, that was me. I was being me. I knew that at the time. So they pulled a couple of people back and I was one of them. And he told one person, stay outside. Uh, So he brought me and another person to the back room, to this back room where they were doing the interviews. And we got to this door and he told the other person, stand right here. I'll let you in in just a minute. And then he said, Eddie, you come with me. And then we got in the room and the guy, it was a different person, obviously. The guy said, Eddie, I like you a lot. And I think you should hear about this. We're going to hire you and we're going to ask you to come work here at Disneyland. I got pumped. I'm like, yes, I finally got it. I, I got a job at Disneyland and I'm going to be able to make my own money. And I'm going to, uh, I, oh my gosh, I had all these plans and my head was starting to rush. And he says, but I got a little something coming up and I, and I want to see if you'd be interested. I'm like, tell me about it, right? And he says, well, we've got a brand new attraction. And I was like, what? That's amazing. I got insider news. Right, and he's like, "We got a brand new attraction coming out. Nobody even knows about it yet. We haven't promoted it, but it's a, it's a fully interactive show, and the and I don't have a whole lot of details on it. The only thing I know is that you'll be asked to read scripts and perform." <laughs> I was just like, "You just asked, you just told Eddie via that he's going to be able to to learn scripts and perform at Disneyland." Are you kidding? Like my brain was just exploding. And he said, uh, again, I don't have a whole lot of deals about, uh, details about it, but it pays a little more than the average cast member gets paid when they first start here. And it was at the time it was ten bucks an hour, which was four dollars more an hour than I was making at um, at Blockbuster. And I'm like, ten bucks an hour? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And he says, yeah, and it's going to be opening up in a month. And so you'll go through one month of training and you'll learn scripts and you'll learn shows and you'll be a part of a brand new attraction. Is that something you're interested in? (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, yes, sign me up, I'm in. I didn't even, (laughs) I I knew nothing else. I didn't even know how I was going to get to work every day. But I was in. The thing I learned in that moment was that how important it is to be clear about what you want, to be really clear about how you're going to, what you're going to do. You give what you can. You give all you can with no hesitation. And then you let, when, and then you be you 100% all the way through it, through and through, you be you. And you let other people and God do the rest. That was an amazing experience to go through. And even now, kind of reliving it, I was like, oh my gosh, that really was a great thing. Um, And I got to work at Innoventions for three years. It was called Innoventions, was a brand new program, uh, brand new attraction in Disneyland, California, that was already in Disneyland, Florida, but they were putting a new twist on it. And we ended up becoming one of the most successful attractions at that park. Um, And long story short, um, yeah, we were good. We were really good there. Point being, Here's what I want you to do, and I'm going to wrap up this episode on this. Plan for what you want. Put out there who you want to be. Put it out there. This is who I want to be. Say this is the goal I want, but be open to getting something better and be ready for a little bit of magic. But you cannot do that until you be who you are with everything you do. And that is looking at your strengths report and deciding that's who I am. That's how I want to do everything. Have an awesome day. And we'll see you tomorrow on the next show. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.